18. Uh, hang on, let me let me look it up. Oh no, actually, yeah, I've actually been curious. Oh, it is 18. Yeah, it's 18. You're probably saying that because. Uh... <laughs> oh, you know. Forget it. Forget it. Cancel. That's funny um, though that you said that. That is, that is funny. What, so what's 16? Oh, if you're accompanied by a child, uh, accompanied by an adult, you're allowed to drink at 16. I feel, but places like restaurants and pubs won't let you do that, will they? Except where the child is 16 or 17 years old and accompanied by an adult. In this case, it's legal for them to drink, but not to buy. There you go. So if you're with your parents and you're 16, you can drink anywhere. Oh, well, that's caused some awkward uh, conversations in pubs and stuff, hasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Jay, let's crack on. We've got possibly even more news than last week. There's just yeah, there's so much going on. <laughs> but that's okay. That's it's a good okay. time for, for gaming fans right now. It's true. It's a massive it's true. massively good time. So Jay, the TGO show, which is what we're on right now, yes. comes every Saturday morning unless you are listening to last week's, which came yesterday. sometime <laughs> yesterday at the time yeah. of recording. I think we'll be back on schedule now. Uh, everything's live. Last was part two special last week's show. Everything's live. So feel free to go download that, listen to that, comment on that. This is the Goldilocks game of Jay. Arm Deuces. your friendly neighborhood, Nick. <laughs> Hashtag, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, certainly do. Jay, what have you been playing, mate? Borderlands 3 DLC. It's out. DLC. Actually, oh. for some reason, it felt so much sooner than going from one to two. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to look up exactly the dates, but I, from in my mind, the distance from, from DLC one to two was like five months. But I, it, I, I, it I did don't know. seem quite long. It, it might have been, but then from two to three, it felt like two or three months. I don't know. It didn't feel. It's as, definitely uh, been a couple of months. Long. I'd yeah. say. I think these these last couple of months have just gone quicker than uh, than expected. I do think it has come along sooner. Jay, I was going to wait for this topic for later on in the show, but since you have been playing it and I've been playing it, maybe we should talk about our thoughts on the entire DLC at this point. Yeah, so I did like a bit of an experiment. I was talking to you about it, maybe whenever it was. Um, I wanted to see how long the main story campaign would be without doing any side quests. Just to see... I don't know, I guess just to see, because in my mind, the first DLC felt really long and it felt like i didn't do many side quests in that like it felt like a good like it took me two or three days to finish it versus the second dlc which took me i think maybe a day if not a day and a half and then this one took me an afternoon like legit i i think i started it at 10 a.m i stopped at 12 had lunch for half an hour and finished it by like 4 p.m okay so it might have only taken me about five hours maybe I mean, that's, that's, that's with no side so, quests. That seems quite and sizable that's on for me. Mayhem four, four. I think I did it on that. Yeah. So it's a little bit that, harder than usual too. That seems sizable to me. Five yeah. hours. I don't know. In my main, mind, main it always mission. seemed like maybe between six and eight. But that's maybe me being too optimistic. I guess that might that might be more like because I'm trying to think the length of the actual main story is probably like twenty five hours or so, maybe. Mm, so mm. if it was a third of that i guess that might be slightly too ambitious or you know too above what i'm thinking but i guess i guess somewhere between four and six is fine but i guess with obviously with side quest that'd probably be more like between six and eight wouldn't it so so your initial reaction you obviously commented on it when 
we spoke about it earlier this week, but your initial reaction is it's too short for you. No, I don't think it's too short, actually. I think if I if I just did it with side quests, it would have been fine. I was more, I was more excited about the new legendary weapons and getting them on Mayhem Ten than I was actually doing the story for the DLC. I will say the story for the DLC probably wasn't my favourite story. I think some of the effects and the boss battles was a very very fun idea. I think in my mind it had more potential. Like it could have been like, um, I think how I described it to you was how the Assassin's Creed, uh, the cult cultists where you had yeah. like the head and then you had like the eight generals as it were around them i thought it was going to be more like that but it wasn't it was kind of like you know kill a few bosses and then go to the end kind of thing so um yeah no i think the aesthetic i will say the idea of it basically being a western but in like feudal japan was like a brilliant idea good collaboration of the two i so the first, yeah, I want to say that there's been a lot of in in Borderlands Three in general. There's been like a lot of Jacob's love. Does that make sense? You know what I mean, 100%, 100%. right? Hundred percent. There's been the second DLC, which is mainly about Jacob's weapons and Jacob's in general. Let and me then, just quickly say, Jay. Sorry. Let me just quickly say this will be spoilers for Bounty of Blood DLC. Yeah, massively. Just gonna put that um, out there. Skip about 15, 20 minutes, if not. Basically, takes place in like a Jacob's underground headquarters, essentially. And then most of the main game, you're, I mean, I'd say all the Eden 6 stuff is basically all Jacobs as well. There's definitely a good, like, spread of all the different weapon types and, like, Atlas and Hyperion or whatever. But I feel like Jacobs has, like, taken the, the has probably had the most. Probably, like, 33% of the entirety of the game is, like, Jacobs, and then everything else is slightly lower percentage underneath. Which I don't mind, because okay. I think Jacobs' weapons are probably some of my favorites, like the fact, you know, the revolvers and stuff. I like the aesthetic, I like the whole Western style of it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't enjoy the story as much though. The way it, I think is it Rose. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was probably one of the best designed characters. But I didn't like. Was it Juno? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like her. I thought her she was design. a bit naff. She was very like, I don't know, rigid and kind of boring. <laughs> sure. I was hoping that if they were going to have that kind of character, I was hoping she was going to be a bit more lively, and a bit more like badass i guess in quotes like if i if i imagine like a new sheriff and one that come from the devil riders i'd imagine someone a bit more wacky and a bit more crazy but she was very like you know monotone i guess but there, yeah loads i say the visuals were massively good in this one really enjoyed it what about you yeah mate i, I mean, you um... literally just finished it like within the hour right yeah so I, i've been playing it I started playing it to edit the podcast and then today I was like, oh, Jay, can we do it at seven? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, Jay, can we just delay it? Because I'm like literally near the end of this uh, DLC. <laughs> if I get it done, we can talk about it in full. Yeah. So you were patient enough. So yeah, literally, I literally just finished it at the time yeah, of recording. Just a second, fresh yeah. off, fresh off the, uh, fresh Very off fresh the in your mind, yeah. stall. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've taken down some notes because yeah, I'm... A nerd. Uh, the intro, as always, is very, very cool. I think they've pretty much nailed the Borderlands intros, both for bosses and for cinematics, probably since Borderlands 2, but I feel like there's an element of polish to them in the third game and the DLCs that we never really got, so I like that. Cool atmosphere, minimal music, which I enjoyed, although when the music did kick in, I found it quite contrasting at times, where it was actually well, taking away from the mean. gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of felt that. I, it, would it have been too much, though, if it was like too stereotype Western slash Japanese? 
would it have been well, too much I of a stereotype? Like, I feel like the rest of the soundtrack for the games and DLCs is perfect because y- you can listen to it, but it's there. Does, does that make sense? Like it just supports what you're doing. Does that make sense? I think you're right. It probably would be too d- distracting to combine those elements, but mm-hmm. I found it distracting anyway. I don't know about okay. you. I like um, I like when you use the word polish. Actually, that's one thing I I just now thought of. I will say, you know the the I guess you can call them like like when the title of the place came up. Like if yes. you went to a new place, it was all oh, that new. Oh, I'm font. so glad you bring like this the up. Background, that's very that's very unique of Borderlands to do that. I've never seen that before in Borderlands. It's always usually a picture of the place with like a black border, quite like almost like a painting type thing, and then in the bottom right or the bottom left is like a a title card. Or like what the place is called, but they've actually like completely redesigned how the title cards look for like the loading screens, and I thought yes. that was very unique. I really, that's probably one of the biggest things I enjoyed about it, actually is the look of it. They made it look like a like a Western movie or a Japanese Mate, movie. It looked I, very. I thought, I thought exactly the same thing. As soon as that turned up, I was like, I love this. That font. Hit me I so hard. I was like, Whoa, this is different. I like this a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah man. I really, really like that. I'm glad you brought that up. There, yeah, it was a super cool element. Uh-huh. I liked the commentator, the narrator throughout. Yes, I thought that was, was, that was cool. my next point. I thought that because he, we never met him, did we? Not, not as, not. As he far was just this guy that happened. He was. It, it basically, you played the DLC almost like because he he told you what was going to happen next. So he, you were basically, it's almost like you were playing a flashback. Yes, like you were part of this like amazing saga, this like amazing story. Because he kept referring to like certain shootouts as like the battle like the battle of the butcher or something didn't he so like yeah. it was almost like you were playing this like famous like almost like outlaw that's kind of what it felt like i was like oh yeah this like you know this sort of like amazing gunslinger they kept calling you the gunslinger didn't they so i thought that was quite cool yeah no I, that the narrator because I, I feel like when it, in in the second dlc there was obviously the guy at the lodge and he he was your narrator essentially wasn't he you sort of had yeah. him like say certain things so i guess they kind of had to bring that and he was like the main comedic part of the whole thing that he made some pretty good jokes which is obviously borderlands like main thing i guess so there's no claptrap in this one there was there no did they did they have claptrap in the first dlc they must have done right i think so Mm, i can't remember i'm kind of surprised actually there wasn't really much claptrap unless there was a side mission that i didn't see well, if not, there's um, there, there is that boss that you grind for in that DLC, which is kind of claptrappy because they're all clap traps. But I don't know if that has the character. Oh, clap oh trap yeah, you're right. It. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. But I liked how there was all new characters in this DLC. It felt quite refreshing that we weren't treading on old. Yeah. So things. no, what like Tina didn't come back like she did in the second DLC. It would have been nice though if there was like one person who we hadn't seen in a while. I'm trying to think who we haven't seen in a long time. Because uh, it was Gage as well, wasn't it? Gage was in the second one. That's probably who I'm thinking of. Gage was the wedding planner, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm yeah. thinking of Tina for some reason, but it wasn't. It was Gage. Gage. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing Krieg, actually. I think Who's it would have been... That? Krieg's the, the mad bomber. He's like the one with the melee weapons in 2. Okay. He, was a, he was a DLC character. Like He was the last one of the last DLC characters. And these... DLC Vault Hunters, they're that pop because Gage was one as well, I think, wasn't she? Gage was they're DLC, that- she was the first one, yeah. They're that popular that they've they you know they've decided to consistently make them appear in the Borderlands universe. Because like I don't know these characters because I never played oh, okay. as them in Borderlands 2. Sure. So uh, you're saying when they release these characters, all the Borderlands players, they'd play through the whole game again with these new DLC characters type thing? 
Yeah, I did. I did it with every single wow. one. Wow, Krieg was actually Crikey. probably one of my favourites. Krieg's cool because he's uh, he's like a almost like a glass cannon. Like he can die within like two hits, but his damage output was amazing. I remember that. So okay, um, they kept. I know a lot of people comment about wanting Krieg to come back at some point. Yeah, they they made Gage quite a large part of that DLC. They did the second one. Yeah. yeah, and I'm surprised they didn't bring anyone else into this one. Which she is, was I mean, standout for that DLC. Oh yeah, she made that. Like the fact they used, um, forgot the name of her robot, but her, like her robot was a massive part of that. Like holding all that like laser beam death stuff. Trap. That was yeah, yeah. Oh, death trap. There you go. Yeah, yeah that was nice really cool. One, but there we go. Yeah, thoughts on that. What do they call that fan service? It would have been nice if there was a bit more fan, fan service. service. Yeah, I thought I it was like refreshing that. that we had all new characters. And I've got to be honest, Jay, I'm not sure why they're picking certain Vault Hunters to to keep coming up. So, for instance, I thought it was strange that we had the original four crop up in Borderlands 2 because I was like, oh, they're, they're, well, they're never going to do that. They don't speak in, in the well, first though, game. Sorry? You, so you come across Brick and... Um... Mordecai. Mordecai, yeah, Mordecai, yeah. In in the third one? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was just saying that when I first played Borderlands 2, I was surprised that they were a part of it at all, really. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you kind of then... have to, though, right? Cause... Well, I didn't think you did. I think you just same... start again. I mean, you do, but they're in it as well. I don't know. I like that and they're then... there. You know, so you don't like that they're there, or you do like that they're there? No, no, I was just surprised. I liked oh, it after. Surprised. I... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then in Borderlands 3, we obviously get some carryover from 1 and 2, but yeah. there's quite a few Borderlands 2 Vault Hunters, I think, that haven't really showed up since the, that game, yeah. as Creepy far as I'm aware. One, I think maybe the only one. I'll double-check that. But... What about the uh, the Gunzerker? Do you know Oh, what yeah, about? Uh, Salvador, I think. Yeah, Salvador. Yeah, he hasn't been in it. Uh, and neither just... has uh, a couple people, I want to say. Jack. I mean, Zero's definitely in. He's in three. He's like one of the main Zero, ones. Zero, of course, yeah. Um, Athena's in it, kind of. Oh, yeah. Is Athena in it? Or is Athena? Well, I thought a... Athena was part of... Um... Pre-sequel. Yeah, pre-sequel. There's been no pre-sequel characters, because I guess they're probably all dead by now. Although that, that might not be true, because... Um... Doppelganger in the first DLC. Um, yeah, Jack. Yeah, Handsome Jack, right? Yeah, doppelganger. He was in the pre. You could play him in the pre sequel. Yeah, as a character as well. And then you could also play as um, Jacob's Athena. sister. Jacob. Yeah, the, the one who guy. the 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 ice queen or whatever her name is. The one who's a bad guy, Borderlands Three. Yeah, you can play as her as a character in in pre sequel. She was a DLC character. Oh right. Oh god! Yeah, it was kind of cool, but I didn't like it that much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So getting back to the topic at hand, I like the commentator. I found there were some visual glitches with some of the character models early on that really drew me out of the game. But then aside oh, from really? that, the animation, that might have just yeah. been you though. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't come across that. Well, yeah. It seemed after that, it seemed to clear itself up. So oh, fair okay. play. Yeah, that might have just been like stuff not popping in properly. I guess right. Yeah. Yeah, I like the locations. I think it all looked, like you say, Jay, some of it was looked quite good. It was consistent, new enemy types, really fun to play through. <laughs> the Jet Beasts, which are the new vehicles, are really cool. I love how they feel. Yeah, they were okay. I, I wouldn't say they were <laughs> felt great. I don't know. They I were, they were, they were different. Felt. I don't know if they were like good, but they were different. They were cool in their own way, I guess. Okay. But I didn't. There are ways to upgrade them. I just haven't found how to do it yet. 
Uh, side missions, mate. Yeah, that's what I thought. Parts. Okay. And lastly, the Caldera Stronghold, which is alluding to what Jay was talking about earlier with the Japanese Cross Western. That's one yep. of the main locations in the DLC, and I thought it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was the shortest of the three DLCs. Yeah, so it's short for you too. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I, I watched I... a review, actually, and they were saying how the side missions were a bit repetitive. They were a bit like, go here collect this thing come back basically but i don't know is that was that is that true is that true to say yeah i felt that they lacked substance and that it was yeah, very much like the side missions in the second one were actually like comical and quite fun 100 percent. actually in comparison to the, even the first one the first uh dlc side missions weren't that great to be honest they were okay i think there was one i liked where to be that like that jazz guy who like passed out or something you know what I'm talking about? Did you do that DL- the D- the first DLC um, side quest where there's that jazz guy with a saxophone? You have to like go find oh, a saxophone. Oh yeah, player. yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, that yeah. was probably one of my favorite uh, DLC side quests actually. Yeah, stuff that was like cool. like stuff where it's like funny and there's, there's like audio cues and stuff like that. I think that's quite that's quite cool. These side missions did have character to them. For example, yeah. one of them is trying to find the last can of beans from these arguing friends. Another one is you have to scare this killer by dressing up like a scarecrow. But they didn't quite hit it for me. And they were because they're Please. direct diversions yeah, from yeah, the main so, yeah. path. Yeah. They're very much like okay, I'll do this for five minutes and then I'll go back to the main story. So I've actually I've actually finished all the side missions as well. Uh, okay. Not the collectibles, but all the side missions and main story for the DLC, because they're just so easy. I was just like, yeah, I'll just do that quickly. Yeah, so I think I did that on the first DLC and the second one, but just didn't really bother on the third one. Fair. I was I was more it just wanted to get the legendary. So I was just like, right, I'll finish the story and just do legendary. It's so interesting because I I couldn't care less about legendaries, but then you don't. Yeah, you weird. know, you uh, obviously. For me, it's more of just wanting to like see what they can do, see how they feel, like whether they're because a lot of them are pretty terrible. Like they don't really do much damage. Sure. They have like a really weird gimmicky thing they do, and they're not actually any good. But there's the odd one or two where like, oh, I'm going to use this. This is like mm. decent. So there's usually like one or two out of like ten. So can be pretty good. So what was your overall thoughts, Jay, on the DLC? We haven't really... I mean, we've discussed it, but we haven't really discussed it. Like, yeah, did we enjoy it? What like, did we think about it? It's probably, for me, the worst out of the three. Yeah. But not, like, by a mile, by a very small margin. Like, for me, it goes 2-1-3, but they're all yes. very tightly, you know, close. They're all very close to each other in terms of, like, scale of how good they are. I don't really want to compare them to the DLC of, like, Borderlands 2 or 1, just because it's not really... I don't really see the point. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think if I go back and do the side missions, um, I imagine I'll enjoy them. So, yeah, yeah, kept me agreed. going for a good amount of time. So I'm happy. Yeah, agreed. I'm kind of actually more intrigued now. What they're going to do next? How they're going to finish it off? Well, they could release a second season pass. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. I really, I really think Borderlands Three has potential to be like the biggest and best Borderlands ever. Definitely. You know, or yet, should we say. The second Borderlands had a ridiculous amount of DLC, from what I remember. Yeah, I can't remember if I did it all, honestly. I only did it all because it was on the Handsome Collection, but yeah, I, I just there remember. was a, a, a ludicrous amount. A ludicrous amount. I mean, we're talking... I'm not saying they're all the same scale as these four DLCs, but they were. there was at least seven to eight. I want to say this, the Borderlands 1 DLC was so much more substantial than anything else I've played. 
Like they might. Even well Borderlands like, Three. Yeah, more than Borderlands Three. Yeah, the DLC really? for, for Borderlands One was really substantial. I remember it being like, mm. you know, lasting a long time. So I don't know. That could just be my, you know, slightly younger mind playing tricks on me. I don't know. They were all substantial. I, I can verify that. Yeah. Zombie Island, Secret oh, Armory. Mate. They were. They were Some big good memories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that man. was so cool when they released such good quality DLC back way back then and then continuing it. Yeah, I hope they also release I think they could do another year and release another four big DLCs oh, and, and we just play through it and just enjoy every minute. I see. I think the one thing I'm actually disappointed of is that legendaries don't uh, aren't very unique. Mm. That's probably my like one big thing is that a lot of them don't really look that unique anymore. Do they used to in previous I don't know, games. some of them have, but I feel like they've they've been a bit lazy with the design. They've 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 concentrated more on what it can do versus how it looks. I think the look is fairly important, just you know, as it can be sometimes. Like much like in Destiny, if you know you're you know you'll get yeah. a weapon because it was good, but also because it looks good too. So, and that's the importance of the Assassin's Creed Odyssey system. Oh yeah, being yeah. able to change things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, cool. So we both liked it. Both would recommend play through it. Good 100%. time. If you're a Borderlands cool. fan, it's a must. All right. Okay, Jay. Mm. <laughs> I've been. Oh, apologies. We're still on what we're playing. Say, we're oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. Um. Yeah. Just a little bit of Pokemon here and there. Not really okay. much. Maybe like an hour or two. Alpha Ruby. Alpha Sapphire. Alpha, which one of you you've got Omega Ruby I've got both yeah but I played Omega Ruby six years ago so. oh which one are you replaying are you playing both of them no I'm just doing second, the other one okay Sapphire okay just just a Sapphire yeah and then a little bit of um, Magic the Gathering Arena because the new set came out so I thought I'll test and have a play with the new cards make some new decks cool how Usual far are you getting stuff. in Pokemon not very, like five or six hours. Okay. I'm really like not like lazy with it, but just sort of playing it whenever I feel like it. To be honest. Casual. You've been watching Casual. some anime as we've been I talking have, yeah. about. My Hero Academia, the Japanese dub came out a while ago, and the English one just finished. So I thought, well, I'll watch the English one because I've stuck with it before. So yeah, I'm just waiting is... for the film to come out now. This is the one you told me about, isn't it? Where they've all got different powers as students. Yeah, it's or basically like uh, like superhero uh, high school. Yeah. But the high school is like a very prestigious one. It's like the best one you can go to in Japan, in quotes. Um, so yeah, it's just like a very. They're not like snobby or anything. It's just like a very. It's like basically like going to Harvard or Cambridge, you know, but without the snobbery, I guess. Sure. What <laughs> yeah, when's the film coming out? Uh, the film's technically out. It's been in theaters in quotes selective theaters but it's not coming out on dvd or and blu-ray until the 15th of july so two weeks from today looking forward to it looking forward to not it. too long not too long what about I've you been, yeah i've been playing last was part two As Jay knows, i'll be i'll be getting it mate don't you worry about that it's just mopping <laughs> up, mopping you're up about, you said you were now. about like 10 hours in right to the second playthrough yep so yeah, I've got it's just a fair way to go. Right? So you've done all the sort of like kill this many whatever or you know with this exactly right. upgrade stuff, yeah. Exactly right. So spoilers again for the last of us part two. My well, 
spoilers if you don't know already um skip ahead about three minutes yeah so i've got to play as abby uh, finish upgrading her stuff and then i'll finish upgrading everything and then it's just collectibles so i'm fairly through but i've also got a fair amount to go yeah and it'll just take a couple a of days like halfway right because i mean it took you 26 hours to do the first one or like 24 hours or something right yeah, 22 and a half. Oh, but that was me half. taking my time. Uh, okay. I have increased the difficulty you have, okay. for the combat, not the stealth, because I'm a wuss. Sure. Just to keep it a challenge. But yeah, just powering through. The, the story... I think for me, it's just that first playthrough that's blown me away. I'm enjoying the story second time round, but it's not the same. It's not uh, the same. Yeah, it very rarely is. Although weirdly to like i guess call back when i watched my hero what series one to three again just because i want to watch it again it felt the same emotionally weirdly <laughs> like it was I, i've i found if i leave a book or a show or a game long enough to like forget everything that happened i can like almost play it or watch it or read it again almost i like guess the first time but it has to be like a very very long time like two or three years maybe so you've had that before right with certain things yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like you say, if I don't play Last of Us Part Two for ten years after I platinum it, I might be able to play it again <laughs> and uh, yeah, experience might that. Have forgotten. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jay. Yeah. It's... <laughs> this one might be okay. quite a difficult one. I've actually like. I, I've got, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. I'm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a good shot. I appreciate. I like this. This interpretation. Okay. Are we ready? Oh God. I'm actually kind Jay. of Oh wow. It's time for the news. Yeah, that's not time bad actually. Speak about bad. some games. No, I, I don't know why I'm doing a weird twang on it. There's no yeah. twang. He's British. He's, He's just he's British, Scottish, right? Oh, yeah, but I f- it he doesn't sound it's, it's very, Scottish. Yeah, it's a very it? odd Scottish. Yeah, it's a very odd, very odd Scottish. Push me the <laughs> shot. Yeah, try and yeah, I was gonna say try and like do the whole James Bond thing. That's usually the best way to do it. What I don't even know what he's you know Edinburgh, what I mean. Like... That's why he's from Edinburgh. That's basically like posh Scottish. They talk a bit more. Is, it, is that right? Normally, I guess. It's yeah. Time for the news, Jack. People from Edinburgh sound very difficult for to people from like Glasgow. Glasgow is like big yeah. Scottish and Edinburgh is kind of like posh Scottish. That's like the way to, to know. So. I'll tell you what, man. Talk about accents. Scott, thick Scottish is hilarious to me. Just say anything in Scottish. It is very, very funny. Yeah, I agree. Like, what's his name? Um, who's the Scottish Billy... comedian? Oh, Billy, Billy Connolly. Yeah, he's from Glasgow, I think. Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges. And yeah, he's from Glasgow as well, I think. Oh, yeah, hilarious. Absolutely I think half hilarious. of like half him his being funny is his accent that like makes up a lot of it. Exactly that. Not to take away exactly from the comedy, that. but it's just it makes it 
all that fun, more funnier. Yeah. Would you like to go first this week, or? No, you can go first. You I'm sure? actually kind of okay. intrigued by what you've got here. All right, let's bash through this. Mike Tyson, it fifty years old. Let's go, let's go. All right, people. So, first up, Crash Four. We discussed the value proposition of it being a fully priced video game. Interestingly, yeah. hours after that conversation, probably Crash Bandicoot Four reportedly, according to a GameStop ad and a random Twitter user. So, I guess that's journalism. Yeah. The Crash Bandicoot 4 will have over 100 levels. And in context, that's more levels than the first three games combined. So yeah, if this is lot. true, it justifies the price. And again, it says that there may be some faith there in saying that this could be the best Crash Bandicoot game we have ever had. Jay, any thoughts? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it actually does look quite promising, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it, but I'd probably watch someone play it. Definitely. I'm That's still cool. gonna wait for reviews. It. You can pre-order it and get a. Uh, well, I think it's probably only in America, but you can get like a uh, little crash thing. What do you call it? Toy. Uh, time Turner. What are they called? Hourglass. There we go. There you go. There we oh, go. okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm doubt gonna wait that. For... I doubt that. I'm going to wait for reviews, but still very, very interested and hopefully we'll get this game if it is good. And I look forward to playing through it. Good. Next up, people, Fallout 76 first season starts this week. Yeah, now, I'm Jay, What do you mean by first season? Because hasn't it been... I yeah. thought there's already been like three or four. We Well, we've actually... We've already discussed this. Uh, They're not... We're not talking DLC here. We're talking season. Now, before I go into that, Jay... Breaking news that is very interesting and we should take very seriously here because it could mean we lose hours of our time. Okay. Oh, okay. Fallout 76 is coming to Game Pass. Okay. Well, yeah, good for you, I guess, because I don't have it. But uh, you, you own it though, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I can't really remember, to be honest. Pretty sure well, I do. On July 9th, it's coming to Game Pass. According to okay. the Xbox Wire, who wrote that? I don't know, Megan Spare. The last news story came from WCCF Tech, Nathan Birch. So, Jay, it's coming to Game Pass, which I thought was very interesting. And I'm it's I'm just so intrigued by the game, I think I might have to play it because it's on Game Pass. Also, Jay, you can get Game Pass for like a pound for like a month. So Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Might be worth a try if uh could be worth like i would be very yeah, so intrigued in playing july? july 9th oh, july i suppose a lot sooner than i thought okay so i'm just saying jay this could be this could be the time when me and you have a game to try out together maybe yeah, see what to see... Look into that yeah see we're what not convinced uh... what well we're not convinced we're not convinced still by the game i just thought maybe just to put it to rest we can play it for like 10 hours and finally oh, give some thoughts yeah, on it yeah. you know finally say what the game is and what we think about it but it's up to you really i don't want to press I'm you playing a bad like, game. i'm hoping it's improved a lot since i played it i'm pretty sure i played the beta from what i can remember I either that or I, either that or i played it the first week it was released i can't, I can't really remember because so i'm pretty sure like the first month or so when it was released they didn't have like a subscription it wasn't subscription based that's correct 
Well, yeah, I think the subscription, subscription now. came like way later <clears throat> in my mind, and that's not even the reason why I didn't play it anymore. It's just because <clears throat> I don't know. It might have been like the mood or something I was in, but it just it, it did it really did feel like a Fallout MMO. It just felt really weird. It felt kind of strange, unusual, sure. not sure. in like a ter- you know terrible way, but just in a peculiar way, I guess. Is it almost felt a little bit like Minecraft? Because you had to, you had to like constantly craft things to keep you not necessarily alive, but like there was a lot more crafting involved. I remember you had to like set up a, like a camp and like stuff. There was a lot more of that involved, which I'm not a massive fan of, of that in games, not really. Okay, <laughs> well, I even like Minecraft bugs me a little bit just because of the whole like crafting table and stuff. Yeah, I liked I it in Fallout 4, but let me talk about the first season, Jay, this yeah, first yeah. season. So it's board game themed. I thought this was really yeah, cool, that's that. why I've included it. And I've also just liked to include it because I'm just still fascinated by this game and whether I'll actually play it. So season yeah. one is called The Legendary Run, and you can earn score points by completing tasks, and then it moves you across the game board. And it's apparently a race between Captain Cosmos and Doctor Zorbo. Well, I, I was going to say, do you are. get like rewards for going across the board or something? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so rewards like ghillie suit armor, paint, fishbowl spacesuits, lunchbox consumables, XP boosters, and it has daily and weekly challenges. So obviously that will entice players to play every day. And it's got ranks. The so first season will be free for a while. But it confirms that future seasons will be all... What the f*** does this say? Right, apologies. We've known that the first season would be free for a while, apparently. I didn't. Since May, but, yeah. But Bethesda's blog post has also confirmed that future seasons will be as well. So that's cool. And this season's running till mid-September. So there's so... no subscription needed for this then, or there still is? Here we go. So yeah. after the first two weeks, players who want to rank up without completing all of the challenges will be able to do so by paying 150 atoms per rank, which I believe is basically your in-game yeah. money. Jay, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, just quickly, this comes from PC Gamer, Jody McGregor. Jay, what are your thoughts on this, my friend? Yeah, I just reminded myself, actually, when you were talking, that the, the progression system in Fallout I actually really like. Mm-hmm. You kind of have like a like a like a like a point system, but it's with cards, with like almost like collectible cards, and you can unlock like packs, I guess, like what you would do with like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon or Magic, whatever. And these these cards have like really cool abilities, or you know, allow you to do certain things. Um, but yeah, with I don't know, I'm more I think about it. I am kind of getting like in the mood, I guess. I guess it's good that it's free. I'm just still not entirely like sure about length of time in play. Like I can't really imagine myself playing it that long. Not really. But it would all it would all depend on you know what the because like I mean you talked before about there being an end goal, right? Yes. I think that might have been one of my like first issues with playing it was it didn't really it didn't really seem like it felt like the ceiling for solo play was quite close. To, compared to if it, you were playing in the four... Like, it, the game almost, to me, felt like you needed a four-player team to, like, get to the end, to, like, actually do well. Because it, it almost felt like you kind of needed to... Um, you needed to have a team and, like, a really well-built camp to, like, survive. But I wasn't sure if that... How, you know, woven together that was. So I think... That I'm, I'm For me, it's more like... I'm sort of afraid of 
not knowing. So I think if I gained more information about the game, I'd probably be more excited about it. But there's just like a few things here and there where I have issue if they are true, but not so much issue if they're not. So I think I have to do some more digging and find some some more info out, and then I can probably get back to you on that one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, for me, what it's just so interesting that I'm just going to have to play it and, and kind of see what, what the game is. This is the perfect chance for me to play it because it's Game Pass, and this was going to be the only place where i was going to play it probably if it was if it came to game pass and it's you know pretty significant game coming to it they've had fallout 4 on it for a while before but i'm just so intrigued by it like i don't think it will be that good but i just want to play it to put my mind at rest because it's one of those games where even though i've played it i have the similar very similar feeling i like i didn't quite get what the game was even though i played it for like four or five hours i didn't really get it Sure. So I think if I know a bit more, yeah. Yeah, and I, no matter how many times people tell me that this game is 6 out of 10 or whatever, I just don't quite get it until I've played it. And I haven't played it yet, so I think it's probably in a better place and it's got loads of DLC, etc. So hopefully we'll see how it goes. I'll let, I probably yeah, won't I'm play it for a while. I'm a little bit worried about but... what I've missed. Like, I feel like if I get too into it, I'm, I'm worried about what I've missed and if I can't ever mm. go back to that previous... Um, seasons etc yeah yeah exactly which is kind of how i felt with destiny but luckily with destiny you can actually redo all the stuff you've missed so it's not it's not too bad i I doubt they'll have that in here so to wait and see on that one last story from me we've got a playstation Mm. blog post by shuye yushida himself yushida-san he basically i'm paraphrasing here but essentially, they're launching a new PlayStation Indies initiative. You can go read the blog post. Yeah, I wanted to highlight this because PlayStation for a few years now have been have been commented on for not supporting Indies how they said they might or they would at the start of the generation. And now Shuhei Yoshida is actually focusing on indie games and studios and developers. So it will be interesting to see the switch of PlayStation focusing on indie games. And I think we saw a glance of that with some of the games we saw at the PS5 reveal event. Oh, definitely, definitely. So yeah. this will be... I just, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to raise this, see how yeah. it's implemented in PlayStation moving forward and see if they can highlight games amongst this absolutely cluttered marketplace where a game comes out every day and nobody knows which games are good apart from the big ones. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they tackle that any thoughts jay yeah is this going to be like you say indie initiative yes does that mean that that, what does that mean exactly like they're just going to like show off more stuff or there's going to be like a separate like not like necessarily a store but maybe there's going to be like a lot more love for it on the store or something what's the so no no news on any storefront but what they're doing is they are showcasing them so they're debuting nine titles today as of recording i'm not sure what the titles are yet and they'll basically be highlighting them, I think, probably okay. through their YouTube channels, social media channels, etc. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're good because, uh, you know, like we said before with indies, they can be a bit of hit or miss, really, can't they? Like, I, I feel think like I... Go on. top indies is like uh, Journey, right? Mm-hmm. And then what was that? Uh, Fire. I forgot what it's called now. The bloody... Uh... The one with the forest and the scouts. You know what I'm talking about, right? Firewatch. 
Firewatch. Like, to me, Firewatch and Journey, like those kind of indie games, are like up there, right? Yeah. So yeah. There's other indie games that I've seen where I'm like, well, I mean, I'm glad you made it just to do it, but I'm probably not going to play it, and I doubt many other people will. But I guess you got to start somewhere, haven't you? You got to start off with the stuff just to know what you're doing, and then progressively get better. It also depends on team. I feel like a lot of indie places don't really have that big of a team most yeah. of the time. That's probably where a lot of it comes. Obviously, budgeting and and team and skill overall. So. I don't know, yeah, I guess this could be good. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of developers out there who are just indie and they probably don't get as much recognition as they would like. So this might be a good uh, a good chance to actually like have the chance for another journey or another firewatch, you know, just something to one of those greats to slip through. That'd be good to see actually. Definitely. Completely agree, Jay. And it would be nice if we did get these games that maybe we are getting but we they're just not highlighted enough so we, we yeah, don't know we're getting what them. What's that one you played? Um that you 100%ed. I forgot what it's called now. A Plague Tale? No. Uh, had like 100%. a really good soundtrack, I think you said. Floor Kids? No, it's like... Um, like the art style was really unique. It was like a... Cut, not cartoon. Uh, something mocked. Uh, I can't remember what it was now. How recent, Jay? Give me some time oh, scales. I'm oh, Gris. Gris. There we go, Gris. Gris. Yeah, that's an indie, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's games like that that can, you know, I feel like that's one of those ones that you don't really see that often, but when you play them, they can actually be quite pretty good. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Okay, should we well, move yeah. on to your side of the things? Side yeah, of the so news. Side, Joe's side of the news. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go on. No, you're good. First off, uh, Square Enix will announce several new games in July and August. So I there was a bit of a rumour going around about the new Final Fantasy title. And we thought we saw we we thought we saw what it could have been with that project Anita or whatever it was. Like the it looked similar to what some of the no, the game. They did an announcement, didn't they? The PS5. Oh, apologies. I'm getting confused with Elite Battle Angel. I'm sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, I think people thought that might have been what the concept out was for, but I guess there's still a chance for something to come through. Uh, so this is no, from Project Wesley Atlas, LeBlanc from IGN. Give me some background, Jay. So are they just saying they've got more games to announce, basically? Basically, yeah, I guess it's just, for me, it's like I keep an eye on Square Enix. Like we spoke about last week, obviously, about keeping an eye on developers, right? So Square Enix is one of those ones where I'm like, yeah, I need to keep this just in case there's something good coming, because it literally could be anything. <laughs> like, I'm hoping it'll be something good, though. Sure. Because we've you... still got, I mean, July is going to be massive for gaming, and I think August is going to be pretty good, too. So spread it out quite far this year. Yeah. 
Do you think, Jay, my question is, why yeah. not reveal Final Fantasy 16 at the PS5 event? Because I feel like that's a bigger event. Uh, too big. Okay. No, I think if you want to reveal a game like that, it needs to have maybe even have its own thing. Mm. And Square Enix love their own little do, thing. It might even have been, yeah. I mean, 15 was 2016, so it was four years ago. I mean, I don't know. Might be thinking too big. <laughs> Literally, I mean, Square Enix do well with most of their stuff, so I think they've got a pretty good track record or whatever it is. I'm sure it'll be good for someone. I'm just, you know, high hopes, I guess. While I don't, don't play any Square like Enix... Sure. While I don't play any more Square Enix games anymore, I welcome the chance to see what they're doing, you know? Yeah, just to, just, just to see exactly what they're doing is, is good enough for me, to be honest. So, I mean, they might even announce the game, but it probably won't be out for the next two or three years. So, Definitely. could literally be anything, couldn't it? Yeah. Definitely. All right. Next thing? Yeah. Okay. So, this one might be very interesting to you, actually. Oh, um, Jay, um, been... oh, I, I, I didn't look at the news story, but, you know, it's cool. We'll, we'll go through it. As in, yeah, I didn't so look very... because I didn't, want to get, I didn't want to get hyped. Sorry, I should put okay. some context. Yeah, this is, this is very, like, hopeful thinking. This yes. might just be, like, a random occurrence. I think it's happened previously before. But on Twitter, there's been a at Fable and an at Perfect Dark Game placeholders with Microsoft Xbox employees following them. Just so they've got track of them, I guess. So this this is like potential of a fable or a perfect and or a perfect dark game coming in the future. Yeah, I mean that seems so. It's thin, but it's enough to make a news thing about, right? Because it has it's basically a rumor, right? Essentially, I think Fable more might Fable Four might be a bit more of a realistic expectation. But I think um, Perfect Dark sequel might be less of one. I think it's been talked about a while, but not. Re- I don't think that many people really want it. Yeah, it's one of those strange games, Jay. Perfect Dark, I think, would do it okay. It had quite a big following, weirdly. Like, it's got, it it's got this really like weird following that a lot of people loved it. But Because it wasn't it the first 360 game ever. I'm pretty oh. sure it was. I remember when 360 came out, the first announced and released game of 360 was Perfect Dark Zero, and it was awful. The graphics are just awful. They're, honestly, it's like playing um, Golden Eye on like PS One. Yeah. Basically, it looks yeah. pretty much that. It's like almost like bad Halo One graphics. You know, like really like choppy and not great. But yeah, Perfect Dark's a weird one. It, yeah, it's got a cultural following, but I'm not sure it would be a wise decision to invest heavily in unless it looks really cool. Fable, on the other hand, Jay, as you know. It yes. will be one of Xbox's biggest franchises ever, and it could be a massive pull for for the new console. Definitely, you do that right, you've got yourself a witty, funny RPG fantasy combat game, which is Xboxy, but still very welcome. I would say. I have a feeling that July and August are probably going to be. We're going to get some pretty big names of like games that are potentially coming out. I think I July and August. Gonna, I think August will be Fable, hundred percent, or not hundred percent, but some percent. I think there's I a, chance. That, a chance. I know that Xbox is saying they're going to show some big game footage for July, i.e., Halo and that for the launch lineup. But Jay, I think July and August could be some pivotal months for Xbox moving forward. August was supposed to be the release date of the Series X initially. That's so late, Jay. That is so late. No, early. Don't you mean? Imagine if it's in August and then it's in October. It's two months away. Oh well, I see what you mean. Yeah, 
But I mean, initially, what I'm saying, I think if it hadn't been for the recent events, I think we might have been getting these consoles slightly earlier. I think we might be getting the events earlier. I'm not sure about the consoles. Oh, but no, I think... I think we would have got both. The, the events would have been probably early July, and then the consoles probably would have been two, two to three months after that, like late August, early October. Do you think this quick succession of announcement and then launch will do the consoles good? Say that again? If the... Do you think the short period between announcement and launch of the console will be good for the consoles? Because we've always had quite a few months to digest and get the hype up for console generations. Jay's thinking hard. Yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one. Like, for me, I would want the console to come out as soon as possible. Sure. Right? The sooner the better for me. Just as long as it's uh, it's ready, right? I don't want to get... I don't want any, I don't want any product to be released early or on time just because they think it's ready i want them to know it's ready i want this is always the thing i've hated about consoles is that they're not working properly the first week they come out mm. i want you to test that thing until it bloody blows up right i want you to really like run it to the into the ground that thing needs to i want to know it's it's you know maximum capacity so yeah for me i'm just hoping that they get it out at the right time i think if they had released it in august that probably would have been i think they might have actually i think the they said they were going to release it in August. I think the perfect time window. It's weird. Cyberpunk seems to be a pretty good gauge, actually, on on console releases. I think they might have actually uh, announced it in August and then released it September nineteenth when Cyberpunk was supposed to come out, and then they've obviously moved it because they've now shoved back even further the console releases. So I think internally it might have even been originally August release and then pushed back to September, and now even pushed back to like another two months into November. So interesting. Um, yeah. Have to wait and okay. see on that, I guess. That's from IGN and that's yeah. from Jordan Olamon. Hmm. Yeah, potential Fable, which I guess is good. I mean, did you would you rather that be like a complete like reboot and they just name it Fable again with like a sub thing, or would you rather it be Fable Four? Because I feel like I don't I don't want it to be part of the old story. I want it to be like a completely new thing, right? I want them to do a God of War. I want them to have a, a reboot all new and then halfway or three quarters okay, of the way through yeah, the yeah. game you find out that it's actually a prequel and I'd be like that's awesome that that would that yeah. would be a great twist for me but I'm happy I, to do a brand new thing fable kind of feels a little bit like Assassin's Creed with like there's like time frame isn't there like it kind of has to line up with a certain period of time almost right because mm. the first fable was kind of like I don't know, like medieval, I guess, or like yeah, I feel yeah, late medieval. Whereas Fable Three was all the industrial. industrial stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I have to have to see on that one. I think they've painted themselves in a corner because they have of how quickly they progressed the time with Fable Three. Yeah, that was just money though. That was just yeah. getting more money. They needed to bring out something quick, so they were like, right, we need to keep on this on the the Fable popularity train. of this game and just get out as much as we can. Yeah, I think they probably right. reboot, and I can't <laughs> wait. Um. I'm going to lose my mind when I see that. All right. So next thing, Death Stranding news. <laughs> there's, there's no spoilers for you or anything, not necessarily. Okay. It's this just comes... more of like, um, yeah, this is from IGN. This is Jordan, Jordan Olamon. Olamon. Again. Olamon, yeah. Olamon. Um, yeah. Potential sequel news for or teased by Hideo. So Hideo likes to do this where when the first game was being teased or like, you know, shown images of Hideo would take a picture of his desk 
with like things scattered around. And there'd, there'd usually be one or two hidden messages that were so hidden that you'd have to really, really look to find it. And this actually might have been an accident on his part because he did a similar thing, um, but instead it showed off. He had like a like a sketch on his on his desk. This is like a Twitter thing. He so he, he took a picture of his, like a like a zoomed in part of his desk with like sketches and like books and soundtracks. He usually likes to put things that he knows are going to influence his ideas. So they'll usually be like a soundtrack of a very old band, and there'll be like a book of like a very famous author, and then sketches to do with the game, right? And in this one, there's like a sketch of what seems to be, I guess, some sort of like maybe submarine or whale, I guess, like a, almost like a machine that looks like a whale, which okay. is like part of the thing in the game. There's like whales everywhere. It's like part of the imagery, right? But on the side of the whale, it says Bridges, which is like the company name of like part of the game. So everyone's thinking it's potentially a sequel to, or maybe even DLC to Death, uh, Death Stranding. So it's just, you know one of those mysterious Kojima things that could be a thing or it could not. Because I think it looks like he deleted the picture and then re-uploaded the picture with things put over the sketch to make it not showable. He might have like shown too much or something. So, I don't know. Just one of those speculation type things. So what are your thoughts, Jay? Do you like the idea of a Death Stranding sequel? Well, we heard a couple of months ago that Sony had like... Uh, rejected one of his ideas so yeah. maybe he either came at them with i want to do a sequel and they said no or he came at them with i want to do this new ip and they said no they might have they might have even said to him we'd rather you do a death stranding 2 or maybe not if they they might have said we don't want you to do death stranding 2 we want you to do a new ip so it might have just been like an old sketch from like an idea he had previously and he just could be taking a picture of his desk i don't know it literally could be mean nothing or it could mean everything we don't we don't quite know yet but knowing him it'll probably be something in the next three or four years that we'll we'll look back on and go oh that's what that means <laughs> that always seems he, to happen with him so he knows how to tease he knows how he to really tease. does yeah all right you ready for the next one yes this comes so, from adam bankhurst igm this one is i mean i've sort of known about this for a while but there's been a harry potter rpg and the potent like rumored in the works for the last couple of years and there was actually some leaked test footage of the game that came out i want to say early last year and it looked quite promising like it literally looked like a really cool rpg type harry potter game where you know you start out first year you probably get picked in your house and you you know do lessons and snape teaches you and all this stuff right but it actually yeah. looks pretty decent from what I've seen. So hope I mean they're saying reportedly it's coming out late twenty twenty one. So it's actually becoming more and more of a reality the further we go along. So I'm actually quite So what is this, it. Jay? Is this a leak? What's going on? What's what's how oh, do so we the know? original test footage was a leak, but I think now there might have been a bit more of a clarification on it actually happening. Oh, okay. So yeah, there was a report go. by Bloomberg, I wanna say. Yeah, Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, who, <laughs> yeah, so Jason Schreier is now at Bloomberg from Kotaku, and he's like one yeah. of the key games journalists who finds out news before it happens. So it sounds like he's got some whispers that, yeah, yeah so he's got some whispers that it could be real. Rowling recently came out on Twitter and said some things that um, were her opinion, but a lot of people didn't didn't agree with it so the the people who are the developers of this game didn't quite like what she said because you have to be left in gaming society nowadays um so they were a bit that it seemed like they were a bit annoyed that she said things so they're like less enthusiastic about making the game i guess like they don't really want to release a game about 
a story done by someone who they see as homophobic in any way. Is, is that is that has more, uh, yeah, let's not get no, I think she came out basically it's like saying stuff about trans people aren't women or something. Trans women aren't women, stuff like that, right? Go cool, yeah. So yeah, I think it seems like they sort of let the cat out of the bag saying, Oh, we are doing a game but we're a bit annoyed about what JK said, so <laughs> So I guess we just know more about there being a game now, so I guess that's a good thing. I mean I've always wanted this ever since I, like the first couple of Harry Potter games, I'm like, right, when's the RPG coming out? And then they released the bloody Lego ones, and I was like, oh, this is poo. <laughs> Don't really want to play, play these. I think I have them, but I've never played them. I think they, they were free one month or something. So Okay. I, I like some of the licensed games we got of the Harry Potter franchise, actually. I think there's some of the oh, yeah, best they did actually do like They did like the linear-type things, right? But yeah, they were never... They never really they weren't amazing. They no, they weren't they were amazing. Like, um, they were kind of like platformery type things, weren't they? Yeah, they weren't amazing, but I liked the first couple. I really liked the second one, actually. But And the first one. But yeah, Jay, I think you're right. I think this could be a really, really great game. Uh, Especially if you like Harry Potter. Yeah, which obviously there are a lot. And I imagine there's probably a lot of young people right now, or maybe a few months ago, who were quite interested in Harry Potter and who have grown up with it. So I think there's always going to be an audience for it. I think at some point Harry Potter will probably die out, but I don't know how much versus our generation of people so. mm. do you know what's interesting jay it reminds me of spider-man in the sense that if you can deliver on what everyone wants from a <laughs> spider-man game oh, they absolutely nailed it with that yeah if they can right. do the same thing with harry potter then we're golden exactly i think that would sell millions of copies and i think the same oh, thing about lord of the rings make an rpg yeah. about lord of the rings it would sell millions of copies if it was up to that standard <sighs> how well did shadow thing do so it's called I, Lord of the Rings Shadow, Shadow of War, Shadow, yeah, yeah, Shadow Mordor. I know that they've done well. I'm yeah. not sure how well. I'm not sure if it's four million copies well, but I know they've done pretty well. Yeah, maybe like one like, or two, maybe. Well enough to warrant the sequel. Let me maybe give me more like one. I'm gonna pull that shit up. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna guess around one or like one point five, maybe. I feel like okay. it did well, but I seem to remember it coming down in price quite quickly. So that might have even been maybe yeah. not that good. I don't know. They might yeah, have sold we're looking more at copies, a couple of million of copies. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I guess it, if it warranted a sequel, then it probably did pretty well actually. And that's yeah, not I mean, too literally bad any, for that any of these film franchises. I've, I'm, I mean, I guess I guess it comes back to the whole Avengers argument of whether that's going to do well or not. I think it'll do well, but you know, begrudgingly to me, I guess. In 2017, Shadow of Mordor, the first game, had sold 2.88 million copies. So it's it's fair. That's way more than I thought. My God, that's good. That's really good. That's cool. I mean, man. Anything anything even close to a million is insane, to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Late 2021. Yeah, let's see if it on PS5 and Series X. Hopefully. Yeah. And let's see if it really hits the mark, because that could be a re- that could be a, a game of the year if they get it right. I don't know actually, because there's going to be Horizon that year. <laughs> oh, there's going to be quite there's going to be quite a few things coming out in 21. I mean, 2021 is not even that far away. Like late 2021 might also mean early 22, because you yeah, know games are very delayed. Release dates and delays and stuff like that. So that might even be 22. 
Okay, I'll quickly then. I'll quickly go for it. So the, yeah, first can one you, was. Um... Can you say all? Sorry, Jay. Can you? So this is the IGN Summer of Gaming Award winners. Jay, can, yeah. from the IGN staff themselves, can you just go through all the nominees and then say the winner, please, of each one? Yeah. So is that best, okay. Best, yeah. Best do game announcement. Okay. There's quite a few actually. So I guess uh, Metal Health Singer, which is that like rhythm game, the metal rhythm thing. Yeah, Metal uh, Rhythm Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Mars Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank, Skate, Pragmata, Returnal, and then Bloodstained. Custom in two. Which, by the way, uh, I didn't yeah, even know yeah. got announced <laughs> until like yesterday. Did we talk about it. Bloodstained two. Yeah, we talked about it. Did we? Apologies, I'm yeah. losing my mind. <laughs> it's quite a forgettable game, so we won't worry about it. Yeah. So, who would you have said won that out of all that? Best Horizon or Ratchet and Clank. So, according to IGN Summer of Game 2020, the IGN staff, Ma- uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales won that one. Interesting. Well, I assume that's yours as well, Jay. Yeah, I mean, uh, either that or the uh, Pragmata one, just because of how it looked. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, it was more of a like potential, more of what the potential could be. We already know how good Spider-Man potentially could be. But because we yes. don't know about the new IP, we don't quite know how, how much further or lesser it could be. So it's a bit of a gamble. Best trailer. So we had Deathloop, Horizon, Bug Snacks, Boo, Stray, Demon sorry. Souls, Practice. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Why is that game on this list? Is yeah, that exactly. it shouldn't even be there. Shouldn't even be there, right? Uh, Pragmata, Mortal Shell, Cyberpunk 2077, Star Wars Squadrons, and then Little Devil Inside. Who would you say out of that would have won best trailer? I'm really sorry. Can you say the can you say the first five again, please? Yeah, Deathloop, Horizon, Bug Snacks, Stray, and Demon Souls. I appreciate the Demon Souls trailer, and yeah. I also really like that level Little Devil Inside trailer. But again, I'm gonna have to go for Horizon. I'd say. What about you? I'd say Pragmata again. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we won it was Deathloop, which I can actually kind of agree with. The Deathloop trailer was uh, cool, pretty cool, pretty yeah, cool. It made it look a lot better than how it, when I first saw it. Yeah. Um, biggest comeback. So not that many on this one. Nominees: Pokemon Snap, Demon Souls, Skate, Ratchet and Clank, Thirteen, and then Kingdoms of Amalur: Re Reckoning. Ratchet and Clank all the way. You Although, again, Demon's Souls, I, I respect. I was probably going to say either Skate or Demon's Souls, but the people, weirdly, who won it was the Pokemon Snap. That game ain't selling. Yeah, and of course it ain't. Although it's got, again, big big audience in Japan. It'll sell very well in Japan. Jay, oh, do you know what's Asia. interesting? Do you know what's interesting? Do you know what is interesting? Know what's interesting. Please, please enlighten me. Okay, I'll enlighten you, Jay. <laughs> I saw the trailer come out for that game. It's What's got that? a huge cult following. It yeah, looks like it. it was fun back in the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise they could make a game look just as old as the original game that came out 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's It possible. was quite impressive. <laughs> I'm trolling, but... Yeah. You know what? I don't want to be negative, but that game... <sighs> I just don't know what to say anymore. I don't know. I've just played The Last of Us Part 2 where some environments look photorealistic and then you've got yeah, Pokemon you... New Snap which literally looks like it was made on the Nintendo Wii. I honestly don't know who it's been made for to be honest. I can't, I couldn't, I don't know who I could, it can't be kids and it can't be adults so I guess it's like somewhere in the middle. I don't know. 
What's the kid engagement with Pokemon these days? Do they buy into it? Do they think it's a nineties thing? A lot of kids um, attend the many tournaments, whether it be the DS tournaments or the Switch tournaments, and the the trading card. Like I I think most, I think weirdly actually, last year I say weirdly, last year's champion or this year's champion was a eight year old girl. Interesting. Yeah, she was the she was the world champion of the the latest Pokemon game. Do not underestimate. She, she even had her like a plushy, I want to say either like Eevee that she carried around. Yeah. She like had that she was basically cuddling it while she was playing. Well, you can see how, you know, how impactful it can be to some kids. She sounds like a villain from an anime show. She honestly she was amazing though. She didn't I don't think she lost a single match. Wow. She honestly is like she's like a prodigy. She's amazing, so. Mate, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh Best gameplay demo. I can already probably tell what you're going to say. Let's go. Pokemon uh, <laughs> Squadrons, Mortal Shell, Baldur's Gate 3, Rustler, Hard Space, Shipbreaker, System Shock, Marvel Avengers, Cyberpunk 2077, Biomutant, and Deathloop. I'm going to say Cyberpunk, even though I haven't even seen the trailer. What you're about you? Cyberpunk. I would say Cyberpunk 2, 100%. Yeah, best gameplay. I mean, that's probably the most anticipated out of all those, to be honest. Other yeah. than maybe Marvel's Avengers and Squadrons, I think a top three would have been Cyberpunk, Marvel Avengers, and and Squadrons. Jay, a, a quick side note: I'm I'm actually quite surprised by how many people are looking forward to Squadrons. Oh, I honestly can't wait. Interesting. Um, I'm I've, also... I've got a picture of what it's going to be in my head, and it's either going to be just below what I'm thinking, exactly what I'm thinking, or slightly above. I I can't help but think that it's going to be below. Yeah, the realistic part of my brain is like, it's definitely going to be below what you're thinking, but the optimistic is like, it's probably going to be at least what you're thinking, if not more, so. Okay. And Avengers, a huge IP, I just, I see it as an anthem. I see it as an anthem. An anthem? What do you mean? Hype behind it, plenty of plays to begin with. Oh, you mean like the game anthem, not like an actual anthem? No, 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 like the game, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking... What does he mean, like a song anthem? Like God uh, save our great. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, no, no. yeah, I see what you mean though. Like a lot of hype, but we played for like one week and then it'll just die off, kind of thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we'll have to wait. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see on that one. I don't want yeah. it to be that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do, but kind of don't. You know, it's it's hard to. I don't want it to like do badly, but I don't want it to do well either. So we'll have to see. Why do you want it to do uh, well, Jay? Just because I, I don't agree with what they've done with the story. It's just... Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Could have been so much better. Um, best overall moment. Uh, snap reveal. Pokemon snap reveal. Obviously. Jog on! Um, PlayStation 5 console reveal. Skate yeah. announcement. Demon Souls reveal. Bug snacks song. That's the worst list by Country Mile. Well, I mean, it's sort of pretty obvious what it is, isn't it? And... I would say the PS5, but even then, I, I would have said Horizon. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No. What about PS5, you? What about you? I would have said the same. I would have said PS5. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sure. Well, the skate announcement is actually pretty big for me because I do like that game. Sure. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's everything from that. So that's all your winners for that, basically. Cool. J Skate Four's not yeah. coming out till 2024, mate. I can wait, mate. I've been waiting for a long time. I mean, Skate Three, I wasn't like amazed by but it was still good so skate one's still the best like skate game 100 percent. fair play yeah, yeah. all right we've gone through the news jane time for the next movement oh bang music interlude
oh my god oh my Jay, that god. was so good that was so good did you enjoy the music i did yeah good good i enjoyed it too Jay, oh. you've put in a nice little game quote here for the next movement would you like to yeah, read I, it out well i want to see if you could guess what game it's from just as a, as a little extra and then we'll we'll see uh, not, no points or anything just as just for fun well, I'll, I'll read out the game quote for the listeners and then they can guess along with me. Yeah, Some trees flourish, others die. Some cattle grow strong, others are taken by wolves. Some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing fair. Mm. Immediately, right, Jay, yeah. I go to Red Dead 2. But okay. if I'm honest, because it cattle, rich... If I think about it, some trees flourish. Let me read it again. Others die. Some cattle grow strong. Others are taken by wolves. Some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing there. Yeah, I have to say Red Dead 2 because nothing else is screaming at me that I recognise that, unfortunately. Okay. So yeah. you want me to... You want That's your guess? It is. Do you want me to tell you who it was? Sure. Well, who and what it's from? Sure. Right, you're very close. It was John Marston from Red Dead One. Oh, damn it! Very close. Very close. Oh, I knew it was in Red Dead. Yeah, okay. but I, honestly, I was surprised you got that that quick. I was like, oh my god, he actually said Red Dead. That's insane. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't think I would have ever guessed that. Honestly, it's, I don't think I'm smart enough to know that. But yeah, I didn't want to say yeah. because I don't want to seem overconfident. But it reeks of Rockstar writing to me. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so I'm interested. I'm, it's interesting that you can recognise that actually. Oh, no, I, yeah, I, was up, I wanted to look up like interesting quotes, but I, I came across ones that were more like words of wisdom in quotes. Sure. I have quite a lot. I'm probably actually going to do this every week because I have quite a lot to choose from. Or like okay. as many as I can do, just, you know, just for fun. But yeah, I, I thought the meaning behind that is obviously, you know, debatable, but I thought it was quite, quite stoic, I guess is the right word. Wisdom. They... They love putting out quotes like that throughout their games constantly that make you think, but you never have time to reflect on. But they have uh, substance yeah, behind like them. Read it later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I imagine they yeah. want to get something out of that. But yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. So, Reflecting, just yeah. speaking to you now, Jay, reflecting yeah. on these games, I do think overall I enjoyed Red Dead 1 more as a whole, but I think the story of Arthur Morgan... And later on, the end of Red Dead Two, I think, impact me more. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think because it's obviously more more recent, they had a lot more they could do with it, right? They had a lot, probably a much better writing. They're probably the same, the same if not a similar writing team, but because they'd obviously grown since then, they had more experience, more to like pull from. So, yeah, I can see it's Red 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 Dead Two is basically the improved version of Red Dead One. It makes sense. Yeah, I read this one still holds up, but it, it definitely is aged. Yes. You can tell it's you know grown. So, I loved playing that on backwards compatibility, mate. That was a real joy for me. I, I think I played it over a summer during university, and I really enjoyed that. I still think the Nightmare DLC is like top notch. <sighs> I did tell you about this, didn't I, Jay? I, I think I, so. Yeah, I could never play it. It glitched. No. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a glitch where all the zombies become headless and you can't kill them and they keep spawning oh. and you can't play the game. I'm, I'm genuine. I oh, tried yeah. to play it about five times, restarted it, and... I'm apparently... guessing they never hotfixed it then, right? Nope. That's odd. 
That's terrible, Jay. For that a DLC bad, that's apparently yeah. like one of the best DLCs ever, I simply couldn't good, play yeah. it. Pretty good. It actually it's had terrible. a lot of uh, uh, Zed's Island type feel, Zombie Island type feel. Yeah. But there you go. I don't know. I don't think you yeah. missed out too much. It was it was good, but it wasn't like amazing. It wasn't like the main that. game. No, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as the main thing. So. Okay, cool. I'm glad so you, about that. I appreciate that. Want... So, Jay, it's time for an exciting part of the show. Guess who's review? Guess who's review? Wow. Is he ready? Is yeah, I he prepare, ready? I have, to make sure I have to prepare something next week now, don't I? Oh, Matron. What's that off, Jay? Matron. That's a... <laughs> carry on, on film? Camping, carry on. I think. Okay, no, carry on nurse or carry on doctors. Carry on doctors. Got you. You don't oh, yeah. do it for, I do a much better version of that. Correct, you do. Matron. I just want to provoke. That's one of my favourite things to do. I love that. I want to provoke you and do it. It's weird, right? Because you wouldn't think 25 year olds cared about carry on films, but I love the carry on films. You must have do seen you... loads, right? Nah, not really. Yeah, carry on Doctor, carry on Cleopatra. I want to say there's carry on agent, like secret agent. How many are there? Like carry on 15? camping. Carry on camping is my favorite one. Okay. I, have you not seen any of the carry on films? Nah. Dude, watch Carry On Camping, hundred percent. Okay. And Carry okay. On Doctor. Oh, it's genius. Absolutely. Were they fifties, sixties, sixties? Sixties. I will check that. They were, there's a lot of them. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. That because there's loads. I'm actually, oh, I think it started actually way earlier. Fifty-eight. That's not that's not that much earlier. Fifty-eight to seventy-eight. Yeah, that's quite. That's like what thirty, twenty years. Not long bad. Time. Not bad. Long, long yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. There's like roughly thirty films. Good lord! One every year from fifty-eight to ninety-two, basically. To ninety-two. Yeah. Carry on, Columbus was the that's last quite, one. That's quite recent. Matron was in 72. Oh, that's because, well, I want, okay, so there wasn't one every year till 92. There's one every year till 78. So from 58 to 70, for 20 years, there was basically one every year, sometimes okay. two a year. And then there was one much later on in 92 called Carry On Columbus. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very interesting. Very Very interesting. Yeah. Carry On Camping is just like an absolute classic. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Carry On Spying. That's the one I meant. Yeah, that one's good. Spying. I need to watch. I need to go back and watch some of those. They're so those, those classics. It smells like shit. That's because it is shit, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, I'm just throwing what I've got. You know what I mean? I put all my assets on the table. All the, bubble, all the... Lovely ladies. Twins, Basil. Twins. Twins, Basil. Yeah, twins. I, I still say that like most days. Mate, chins I'll up. Just, I'll just go up down. to people and be like, twins, Basil, twins. Twins. <sighs> I had to go back and watch plastic. those again, man. That's, yeah. Do you know, Jay, we're missing the platform, which is watching people watch movies. It's yeah, going to happen. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's already been a thing. Go on. Rooster Teeth did it. But hold on. They didn't actually show the movie as well, did they? No, it was a camera. So what you do is you, there was and a camera towards them. They'd be like three, two, one, and you'd watch it along with them. And yes. then you'd you'd watch like both, I guess, their, their their reaction to it, or maybe you'd even watch it beforehand and then watch other things. Yeah, there are, there um, are similar things like that. There's even podcasts like that with the 
uh, I can't remember what, I think it's called like for the first time or something the first time podcast but there's like um, people who you watch the entirety of the Lost series alongside the podcast so you watch an episode they do a podcast on the episode and they do it for the whole entire show that's commitment. They're doing that now for the Sopranos. Some of the ex cast mm-hmm. members are doing that now for the Sopranos. Yeah, that's a real commitment, Jay. Because the podcasts are sometimes <laughs> that, and sometimes the episodes are longer than the episodes. So oh, like yeah, you're doubling, the you're yeah, doubling the commitment. You're basically, Although, watching the show twice, essentially. Exactly, but it's yeah. interesting because you have that discussion and particip- participation element that you'd never get if unless you were watching it at the time say, every week. It's basically like having a Game of Thrones watch party with all your friends, but having it with another group of people who aren't necessarily your friends, but people who you would like to listen you know, to. with, I guess, or listen to. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. It's interesting stuff. Okay, Jay, are you ready yeah. for this week's Guess Who's Review? For the uninitiated... Every week, me and Jay alternate in picking a random review from a random media outlet about a random game, and we have three quotes for them to guess it. It is something like three points for the first quote, two points for the second quote, one point for the last quote, zero, nil point, if you do not get it from the last quote. Yes. Currently, scores are... I haven't got my phone to me. It's 4-3 to you. 4-3 to me. 4-3 to me. Can you hear Jay sing? I can't hear it. Yeah, it's 4-3 to me. 4-3 to me. All right, here we go. Jay's coming up. Quote number one. Okay. Juanita. In the end, its beauty, charm, and commitment to the bond between its four protagonists keep it glued together, even when some of its design and story elements threaten to pull it apart. Oh, I feel like I've given this away already. Actually. No, it's weird because there's a game that has four protagonists. Yes. I have a guess, but I don't. I, I don't think you've played that game. So is it a game? Oh, I don't know. If, I don't really want to like, ask for a hint. But these are like games we've both played, right? Or potentially not. I either need a guess. I cannot answer any questions. Okay, hang on. Four protagonists. Four protagonists. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna guess this. It's probably very wrong. Strange Brigade. Incorrect. Bugger. Yeah, have you played I have, that? I've played that game. I it's have played that game. game. Yes. I there tried four, it. Yeah, I tried that at a convention, mate. And we should go uh, to them, by the way, if you're up for it. Um, And I liked it quite a lot. I found the real game never quite hit that level, but it's a good game, isn't it? Did you like it? Uh, what, Strange Brigade? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't think I like necessarily went for achievements or anything. I yeah, just played yeah. the story with like every character and just had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it solo? Yeah. Fair. Do you like their other games, Rebellion D? Sniper, Sniper Zombie Army Trilogy and all that? Uh, I think I've played maybe one of the Sniper games, but not any of the other ones. Okay. Four Quote number Bugger. Quote number two. Oh, yeah, by the way, so the sentence starts out with the game now, so I'll just say this game, okay? Okay. This game feels like two different games, one for seasoned adventurers with wanderlust in their hearts and another for people who want tight levels and scripted action scenes. I'm like on a massive blank right now. I literally can't think of a single thing. Four protagonists. I have picked quite hard quotes. Can you read that second one again? 
This game feels like two different games, one for seasoned adventurers with Wanderlust in their heart, and another for people who want tight levels and scripted action scenes. Shit. I don't know. I honestly, I don't. I have a feeling I'm not going to get this. Quote three. I've got to probably have a guess. I honestly can't think of another game that has four protagonists in it, and it's probably like really bloody obvious. Oh no. Uh, Two different types of games. Oh, okay. I'll have. I'll have a go. Okay. Is it Diablo three? No. Am I like further in the opposite direction? That was a good guess though, because of the levels, I guess, right? You're getting closer. I am. Yes. Oh, I can't. Okay. That was actually pretty good because there are there's like barbarian, mage, yeah, voodoo, witch doctor, and then the other. Okay, one. let me. I'm going to give you a hint here. There's four protagonists at one time. There's not four ca- characters you can choose. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, go. Oh, uh, yeah. I oh, you know it now. He knows it now. Okay. I'll get one Great. point. Quote num- number three. Why didn't well, I? Why didn't I get? Well, that's so stupid. While well, the I, visual I, I and thematic payoffs are big, the actual mechanics of battle are sadly quite thin. Holding circle performs a continuous combo string on whatever is closest, and holding square allows you to dodge or block nearly all attacks from any direction as long as your mana holds out. Oh, shoot. That might have just made it my guess completely wrong. Oh, oh. you asshole. <laughs> you absolute... Okay, I have two guesses, and I'm really upset about if I pick the wrong one now. Okay. It's bloody Final Fantasy 15, isn't it? It's so weird! You ass, you absolute ass. Why didn't I get that? Why did oh I not get that? Oh my god. Damn it. I'm honestly so disappointed in myself. Do you know what my other guess was? It was bloody Go Dragon on. Age. Oh, okay. Yeah. I what, can see when, that. You, when you said the hint for the, from the second one, I was like, it's definitely Dragon Age. And then when I, when I heard you say the hold and the thing, I was like, oh, okay. God damn it. I'm honestly, so it's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, four four. How did you? Oh, what, what, did you find it was too hard? Was I too hard? It was difficult. I think it's just because I wasn't really like thinking of like other games that had bloody four protagonists. I don't know why. I think it's because I've what I haven't really got Final Fantasy on the mind at the minute. Mm, but you played it quite sense. recently. Yeah, it was. Whenever I play like any new game, I tend to forget the old game I played like enough where I could probably play it again and still wouldn't have remembered what bloody happened. I could forget I can forget things quite easily. Sure. Even things I know I'm like very passionate about, I can forget very easily, which annoys me sometimes, but I'm actually I'm... kind of glad I do that because then I can enjoy it again later. But yeah. Mm. I'm Damn happy it. at when you got that. I feel like we're nearly there in terms of difficulty level. Yeah, I feel um... like difficulty is like is like which we're trying to get that balance between you're definitely going to get it here, but you're never going to get it here type thing. Exactly. Or if, you, if you're smart enough, you can definitely get it on the first one. But you have to like really, really think about it. Damn it. I'm glad I, I got it, though. Yeah, no, well done. I, oh, I, I was going to get that. That's insane. That was a, that was a great pick. Honestly, I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, I thought four protagonists was going to give it away easy, but it did not. So it's no, interesting. I, if I was a lot more clued in, I probably would have already got that. That was from Vince Ingenito IGN. That I actually you. thought if it was Strange Brigade, that would have been like way too out there for you. In my uh, mind, mate. I was like, he hasn't played this game. There's no way. Like, it's so, such a 
small game. There's no way he's played it. But I am. Uh, I I do like that game. I'm surprised you played it. I'm surprised you yeah, played well, it. Yeah, there you go. I guess we've surprised each other. I think it may be because at the time there wasn't really much else out, and I was like, oh, this is probably fun. There's quite a lot of hype, but quite a lot of uh, actually, there was some pretty good marketing of that game. I think they probably yeah, spent a lot of their budget on marketing. You can the tell world. the game has obviously got a good budget on it, but I will say a lot of the marketing went towards, uh, or a lot of budget went towards marketing. When I played at the convention, the gun you had was like the last gun you get in the game. Yeah, like the submachine gun or something, right? Yeah, so yeah, the actual the demo felt a lot better than the majority of the game. Yeah, you start out fairly weak, but you, yeah. I actually got really good at that game. I was surprised. Nice. I could like consistently get headshots. Okay. Yeah, I got pretty good at that. Like there was like there was a wave mode, like a horde mode. Yeah. I think I did that so yeah, I did that solo and got pretty far. Nice. That was fun. That was very fun. Okay. Alright. Let's go back and check that out actually. You can write in, get in touch, contact, speak to us at the TGO show. Yeah. Do what you will. The the information is out there. Go find it. Track us down. Treasure hunt. Yes. yes. Jay this possibly might be the shortest show we've ever done apart from the special. Well, it's coming up to about the right time we wanted to have anyway, isn't it? It's true. It's true. Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We're, we're flexible. We're flexible. You need to be more flexible. Okay, Jay. How good is The Incredibles? Dude, you're scaring me. <laughs> Don't do that. What? Don't do that. That's twice now. What? That's twice now, my friend. What? What are you doing to me? My dad did the exact same thing to me. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe you. You're insane. <laughs> right, so earlier, I was like, I really fancy watching this film. And this film yeah. happens to have Ben Stiller in it, right? Yeah. So a few hours go by, and my dad messages me. Have you watched such and such TV series directed by Ben Stiller? I was like, oh my God, creepy. <laughs> ben Stiller, twice in one day. Right? Now, yeah. what did you just say? I don't even what you just said. You said about Incredibles. I watched yeah. a video earlier about someone who was obsessed with the Incredibles, and I was like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind watching that again." And now you're being like Incredibles. That is it. That was so left field. <laughs> what was that? Well, I was doing a quote from the Incredibles right at the start. She's like, "You need to be more flexible." Oh, okay. That's um, Edna Mode, right? No, it's uh, Mrs. Incredible. Someone else. Is it? It's Elastigirl. Yeah. Oh, she says it. Oh God, I don't know. It's been yeah, yeah. Fun. Edna Mode. And guess. Classic. Absolutely. And guess. Right. Okay. Oh my god, you've gotten fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that. you've gotten fat. Yeah, you can pull that off. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, Jesus so Christ. good. Completely bulletproof. No <laughs> <Yeah>. caps. <laughs> and completely machine washable. That's a new feature. Yeah. Oh god, so good. Do you know Brad oh. Bird voices Edna? He's the director. Super cool. Cool. I didn't know that, but good to know. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I think me and India are going to watch the second one again because I've got to tell you, mate, there's some scenes in that that made me laugh for minutes. For minutes. I think Incredibles 2 is probably one of my most anticipated animated films for like a long time because it took forever to make that movie, didn't they? They put it on hold for like, they were, I think they originally supposed to release it like two or three years after the first one and it just got pushed back and back and back. I think mainly because of like Frozen and a few, a few other things, but it just kept, it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and they were like well we need to make this thing at some point and then they finally I'm so had glad opening. they did me too it's man so oh. first one is still amazing though true true amazing. mate that scene in the restaurant in the second one where like 
uh, Violet pushes water out of her nose. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I laugh a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's good stuff. All right, Jay, what are you going to be playing this week? Yeah, I, I'm having a bit of a bit of a ma mare, bit of a mare. Um, I can't. I don't know. I guess it will be more Borderlands at the minute. Actually, this is a good thing I was going to bring up. So there's a rumor from some Borderlands uh, content creators, YouTubers, uh, that there's going to be a an update in the future. Where I think is it Iridium, the purple bars? There's going to be an opportunity where you can buy new weapons or like modify your weapons with that as a currency. Okay. To like add new, or maybe sort of like re-roll anoints or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to farm that at the minute, and before you had to do a very specific farming method, but with the new DLC, there's a new uh, a new boss you can kill that allows you to get like a thousand within an hour. Jeez. So I've been doing that. I think I got like six thousand today. So. I think I was at no, that's not today. I I did it probably maybe about five hundred today. I actually no, it might have been a thousand because I had I had. It's weird, right? So what what is your original iridium number? Do you reckon? I haven't spent it in ages, so I've got about a thousand three hundred. That's right. So my from from playing the main game and doing all the DLC, I probably got about between three thousand and four thousand, right? But since I've been farming this thing, and given I've probably only farmed it maybe the last. Maybe like three or four hours combined. I'm now up to like almost twelve thousand. So I reckon if I keep doing it, I can probably easily get to twenty, if not more. So Jeez. I'm just going to keep going until I've like farmed loads. So Jay, what if what if the system doesn't get updated into the game? Then I guess it was all for naught. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I'm enough. also farming. Um, what's the bloody boss? The one in the floating tomb. I forgot which one. Which one it's called? But he drops a, a weapon, a shotgun called the lob. Have you got that? Mm, don't think so. Yeah, so it shoots these like massive like floating orbs, and they're like one of the most powerful shotguns in the game. So I'm trying okay. to get everything on Mayhem Ten at the minute. So, mate, you playing Mayhem Ten? Yeah, I can consistently do Mayhem Ten bosses. I can kill a, May- a Mayhem Ten boss in I think minimum three seconds, maximum ten. Have so you, you know, got, the- have you got those guns that were patched out of the game? The reload guns where it stacks up damage or something. No, there's technically a new weapon that can do that, but it's not as consistent anymore. No, so what what you what they've done is they've they've updated Zane and Mose to allow their action skills to do a, a hell of a lot more damage, as long as you have a specific build. Okay. So you know your, uh, I'm trying to remember what they're called, like uh, not grenade mod, but like a sh- like a I forgot what they're called now. The other class mod. mod. Yeah, class mod. There's a particular class mod with Moe's where you have a, a very small chance to proc what's called a mini nuke grenade. And with your auto, with your um, your action skill, you can have mini guns that shoot out like loads and loads of like bullets essentially. So you've got a much higher chance of proc in the mini grenades. And the mini grenades are so consistent with the action skill and build up so much stacking damage that you can literally go from, you know, full health to zero within about three seconds if you're lucky. So I can kill every boss in the game in like seconds. And Zane can do exactly the same thing. So can I'd say the character who has the hardest trouble is probably uh, Amara. Amara is not very good with boss killing, to be honest. She's more of a mob killer, whereas everyone else is better at killing bosses. So 
and they awesome. haven't patched it out and i don't think they're gonna patch it out because flack has had the, a very similar type thing with his action skill since the very start of the game when they still haven't patched it out yet so i don't think they're going to i think it's you can only do it if you have a very specific damage output and class mod build so you kind of have, it's, there's a lot that goes into it for you to even get close to it so i think that they're, they're appreciative of the grind to be able to get there so they're not going to patch it out which is good for me because i can just grind and grind and grind and not have to worry about spending three minutes per boss battle you know where you know which is what i'd have to do so yeah happy cool. about that Bose is finally good god she's been bad for so long it's annoying <laughs> i mean she was good like in the previous patch but they made her even more ridiculous now it's insane okay. it's insane cool. i think other than that i mean i might touch pokemon again and i'll probably pace play some more Magic the Gathering Arena, just to like, there's like daily missions to do, so and weekly missions as well. So I'll probably, I'll probably just, I'll dabble here and there, you know. And if I, if I get in the mood for something new, I mean, there is Ghost of Tsushima, 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 twenty first or something like that. I think it's the fifteenth, isn't it? Right. Okay. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's coming out. So that's coming out soon, and I'll probably, I mean, I'm that's like a eighty five percent chance of me getting that. Interesting. Uh, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your thoughts if you do get it. I will yeah, not so be it getting comes, it. It comes up the day after we do not our next podcast, but the podcast after. So I'll be able okay. to talk about it three or four podcasts from now. <laughs> well, we can do a special on it if you complete it. I'm oh yeah, to do possibly. That. Yeah, but I guess you'd you'd want to play it as well, wouldn't you? Depends on your view of the game. Depends how you okay. felt about well, it. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you okay. know. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I guess more. Last of Us, right? Yeah, so I'm going to mop up the Borderlands 3 DLC while editing this, probably, and just finish up getting all the collectibles and achievements. And then, yeah, Platinum platinum playthrough for Last of Us Part 2. What do you reckon it's going to feel like when you finish it? Are you going to feel fulfilled? Sad. I'm going to feel yeah. sad. Bittersweet. Yeah. Bittersweet, yeah. yeah. It, like, like we mentioned, Jay three four year wait for me seven year wait for others over in a weekend <laughs> yeah it's just how it is for most games nowadays though and i mean you know it takes years to make such a detailed thing but it's almost like you know like i've compared it before like being a chef you know you spend years practicing how to make this this meal you then spend hours preparing the meal and cooking the meal for only for someone to eat it within 10 minutes you know it's all but it's i think that's what's so good about it is how again the finite you know there's always an ending so yes yeah, it comes with the territory. Long. The reason why it's so special, I guess, right? 100%. Special because it can be enjoyed so quickly, I guess. Moving forward, Jay, we should keep an eye out on any games that get announced that will be updated DLCs continuously and play it together or something. Because we need a game to play together, really. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look some more into some Fallout stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, we I'll don't have to play that. I'm happy to. I was yeah, thinking. Whatever. I was thinking. You still division... want to do? Um, oh, go on. I was thinking Division Two for whatever reason. Okay. What? So, you, have you played it at all? Nope. Yeah. So, do I start again, or do I just bring you into my <laughs> already oh, done? Have the you? Game? Oh, I've oh, played I it. See. Yeah. I see. I, I haven't see. done any of the DLC stuff. I say DLC like season pass stuff. Okay. okay. But I finished I... the game. Depends what your feelings are. Again, I don't want to force you to play a game you don't want to play. No, it's fun, actually. I could potentially do that. That's, yeah, that's definitely an option. Okay, because to me, that's one of the games that's striking me as a really fun game. Oh, it's fun. To play yeah, with but... others. Yeah, okay. So, did you play Division 1? Nope. <sighs> Probably a good thing, actually. Probably a good thing. 
because the division it's weird division one did this thing where it first came out and the the way it, the way it felt to play play was very good but then when they, they literally updated the whole basically the whole ui and how the game played and it was basically like a massive improvement on the old version and they did the same thing with division two so the division two was basically an update of the division one but then they updated it again much later so it's even better now so i think yeah i think they'll enjoy it okay cool. i will say i think the original game probably had a better map than this one but it's still fun to play okay yeah, i I'll would say i'll see how big it is and then delete some stuff okay just yeah let me know what you think i mean <coughs> if we hear of division three rumor in the next year nah, or so nah, i don't know it'll be a but, while yet. yeah i reckon it'll probably be two to three years minimum fair enough fair yeah, enough. i'll be very surprised if we hear anything in the in the next year and a half two years okay yeah okay. all right well thank you jay thank yeah. you listeners Grazie. 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 Gr